Big Move Bets. It's the Get the Money Podcast. I am Nate Stevenson, and as always, I am joined by Mr. Big Boopy Skirman and Mr. Tony T-Bone Guarino. How is everybody doing after a week four? Uh, I'm doing better than I was on Sunday. I did a little live unit recovery in the Chargers game, so that helped me out a little bit. But uh, Sunday was poo. It happens to the best of us, and I'm looking forward to leaving that one in the past. Yeah, I feel you, buddy. I got uh, hurt with a little live unit recovery on Sunday night, and then I did some actual live unit recovery on Monday night. So, you know, soften the blow a little bit. How about you, Tone? Well, I'm going to be looking to conjure up that countrywide extreme weather event that might just wipe out the U.S. on a whole after that week. I, I don't know that I can single out one that I want wiped off the map. Los Angeles could definitely take it. And take oh, it yeah, and Los Angeles can, can still fall can off with the, with the big quake. No problem there. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what could happen in Tennessee. I don't know. The, the Smoky Mountains could just collapse on happen, all of Tennessee a, or something. Maybe a landslide. There yeah. we go. Giant landslide. There you just go. take out, cover Nashville up, you know. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Right? We yeah, just exactly. gather it, <laughs> regroup. And have a big week five, right? You know it. Oh, let's do it, baby. On that note, uh, let's just uh, let's just see what what's all to complain about. Boof, uh, what's the recap from last week? Uh, we had eight locks. They went two and six. Winners were the Bengals and Chiefs in a six point teaser, and the Chargers at minus three on Monday night. Losers were the Lions and Chiefs in a six point teaser. Um, I mean, the Lions are out here like snapping the ball off of Jared Goff's thigh that bounces over the offensive line and right into the hands of the Bears. Four, four, cover. four red zone trips with no points. They lost by 10. We, we, we needed nine. Yeah. That sucked. So a lot, a lot of crap there. Um, Titans and Bucks in a six-point teaser. Um, you know, in my defense, I knew A.J. Brown was going to be out. I did not know Julio Jones was going to be out at the time that we placed that one. So kind of got a little screwed there. Um, Saints and Bucks in a six-point teaser. Saints are in jail for me as far as me picking them against the spread or anything like that. Back-to-back overtime games, by the way, as well. Titans and Saints, bro, that hurts. Yeah, yep, losing both of them too. Um, Bucks minus six and a half. Really expected more from Tampa. That was a big surprise to me. Um, Rams minus four and a half. Uh, guess the Cardinals are better than I thought, and I, I was disappointed in that one. And then we we doubled down on the Titans minus seven, which again I already went over that one. So overall, two and six, crappy week. Uh, that brings us to fourteen, thirteen, and two on the year with a fifty-one point eight five percent success rate. Hey, green is green. Green is green, baby. We are still above five hundred even after a really lousy week. Yeah, more opportunity to get it here in week five. So uh, let's kick off our week five and just jump right in with our Thursday night game which is the Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams laying two and a half in your over-under at 54 and a half. So, yeah, I mean, the Rams screwed us last week, but I still think they are among the elite teams in the NFL. Uh, it's under a field goal. This line has actually moved from plus one if you if you took it like before any of the games on Sunday. So if you took it in the look ahead, um, good for you. Uh, but I still love the Rams at under field goal here. I think they are the significantly better team, and I am willing to uh, place place a bet on that one. And then I also like the under in the game. The last four meetings between these two teams, 
uh, have all gone under. And I think the Rams defense shows up in a big way in this one. And I think we can get under 54 and a half. Uh, no problem. 100% agree on all of that. And uh, also something to tack on to that as well. On FanDuel, you can go to the parlay section and you can do the money line and the total of 62 and a half. So you're, you're getting more points. You can go Rams to win and under 62 and a half points for plus 135. So we're getting plus money on two numbers that we like already because obviously we're willing to lay the points to the Rams and take the under 54 and a half. So we're gaining points on both. You're going to be plus money. I really like that. And um, as I said, I really like both the under and laying the points of the Rams. So we have a double lock here, Booth, on Thursday night. I got to tell you, Nate, what do you, I know um, we normally don't do this with something that's plus money, but what do you think about a triple lock? Triple lock. So taking individually the Rams minus two and a half, then also the under, but then the, the money line under parlay that you shared there. I mean, I'm down to make history and go three and zero on Thursday. Yeah, I'm. I'm gentlemen, in. gentlemen, if I may, uh, let me help you. If if we're looking the triple lock, might I offer you an even sweeter third lock with the same Fanduel parlay section that we are talking about? You can go to the good old faithful parlay number five, and you can get the Los Angeles Rams at plus a half eliminating the chance for the push on a tie and under 62 and a half points still also for plus 135. Oh, well, obviously that's better. <laughs> Tony, you are, you're a wise man. Yeah. Um, let's do all three and uh, let's get that money. I lock it in. Three times. Get that money. Well, man, that's a that's a lot of action to get started on. So, uh, well, let's head on over into Sunday, where we will kick things off with the New York Jets at the Atlanta Falcons. The Jets are getting three, and the over/under at forty-six and a half. I really want to take the three points with the Jets because uh, I do think that they're marginally better than the Falcons, but. Oh, it just feels like such a trap. Like this is this has poo plus poo equals poo written all over it, and ah, And this is British. This is British poo, isn't it? This is British poo. This is nine a.m. in the morning here poo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's probably be- only on like the Yahoo stream to watch it or something like that. I mean, let's be real. We all like to start off our day with a good poo, but. Not when it comes to losing units, so I'm going to pass. Okay, it is poo plus t- poo plus poo, not poo plus two. Um, <laughs> but what are you saying, dude? I don't think we've had an actual on-air pizza box here. You, you want a pizza box there? Because I like the Falcons. Not enough to actually lock it or anything, but uh, if you're on the Jets side of this, I'm on the Falcons side. Um, you want a British pizza box? I, I actually have no interest in a British pizza box. I don't like – I don't. I'm, I'm not putting my – my hard-earned superior pizza box record on the line for a poo-plus-poo game. All right, fair enough. All right, well, then that'll take us to the 1 o'clock where we'll start things there with the Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers laying 3.5 and the over-under at 44.5. 
Um, I like the Panthers here. I think I'm going to wait and see if we can't get a better line later in the week. Um, if not, I might I might go to the tweet it out tweet it out later uh, route. But um, I, I hear people talking about how Dallas exposed the Panthers' defense. I just think Dallas is really good, and I think they're going to expose in quotations a lot of teams' defense. And I still think the Panthers have a very good defense. I do think they'll be able to slow down Philly. And offensively, even without Christian McCaffrey, you know, we had uh, Sammy Darnold running around, league leader in rushing touchdowns, uh, getting it done for them. So I see them – I do see them covering the three and a half, but I am going to wait and see if we can't do even better. 100% agree on all that. I mean, yeah, the of course the Cowboys are going to quote-unquote expose you when one of their strengths is their depth of wide receiver and the Panthers had injuries in the secondary. So, of course, yeah, it's going to hurt a little bit. I still think the Panthers are a good team. They still they still have a good defense, and the Eagles are a team uh, with Hurts deficiencies throwing the ball. Our team is not going to be able to take advantage of that nearly as much. Plus, the Panthers have a good front seven. They're strong against the run. I believe they'll shut down Hurts and that Philadelphia Eagles running attack. They'll force them to put the ball up. They're not going to be able to take advantage of, advantage of it as nearly as much as the Cowboys. And yeah, love the Panthers to win. I. Tenth of the way to three and a half, but I do agree the prudent way to handle this is to see if we can't get a three later in the week. All right, so moving on, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks laying ten and a half, and you're over under at forty seven and a half. Two ways I'm playing this game. I uh, I like the Bucks laying the points, and I um, I know we had a little bit of bad luck earlier this year laying the points at the half, but uh, with how, how bad the Dolphins have been playing and um, how explosive the Buccaneers are on offense, I do think minus six and a half at the half is also in play for the Bucks. And uh, Dolphins, I mean, they just, they just are just not explosive enough on offense to be able to take advantage of the injuries in the Tampa Bay secondary. So um, I, I think those are both pretty safe bets. And also – Something to keep an eye out on as well, as far as a, a prop I'm interested in, is actually over Jacoby Brissett passing yards because it was very low last week. And I do believe the Dolphins will be in catch-up mode. So he could, them garbage yards in the second half can add up pretty quickly. So uh, something else I'm keeping an eye on as far as props for later in the week. Yeah, I kind of see it the same way. I do, I do think the Bucks are going to win pretty convincingly. It's just 10.5 is a lot of points. Uh, too much for me, so I'm going to pass. All right, up next we have the New Orleans Saints at the Washington football team. Saints laying two and a half in your over-under of 44. Tough for me to pick this one out of the way just because you just have no clue what you're going to get out of the Saints. Um, That being said, the over-under for me is a little low. I'm going to go over 44. And uh, WFT, last three games have gone two of them over 60, another one that hit, hit a 50, 59. They they score on offense, and they give up points on defense, and I love that in an over game. And I love it even more when the total is this low. So I'm going to go over 44 in this game. 100% agree. My lean would be laying the points with the Saints, but I do believe the best bet is taking the over here. Washington has, has shown that they are a team that can put points on the board. Um, the Saints, I believe, will oblige because they're also going against a defense that's overrated, not that great. So um, you can have one team play crappy, the other team play really good. 
and still easily hit this over. So, yeah, give me over 44 and a half. Let's lock it in and get that money. Oh, uh, yeah. Get that money. All right. Uh, let's take a look at the Tennessee Titans but at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Titans laying four and your over-under at 48 and a half. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. My, my, my first inclination was to actually take the four points with Jacksonville because Tennessee, you just don't know what the injury situation yet is going to be at wide receiver. And obviously you just lost to the Jets because of that. I view the Jags as having a better offense than the Jets, but you, you, you don't, you don't know what you're going to get out of the Jaguars this week with uh, the Urban Meyer situation. Um, heck, he, he might not even be the, co- who knows if he's even going to be the coach for this game. I mean, allegedly the, the locker room is already just like, yeah, we, we don't really like you very much. Um, you won't let us go party with college girls. Why can you go do it? That doesn't make <laughs> like what, what the heck coach? Come on. So yeah, um, this is, it's too much unknown in this game on so many levels. So um, yeah, I'm just going to stay away. Like Urban Meyer should from the bar. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's good advice there, Nate. Um, I, I do want to wait and see what the deal is with Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Brown. And then then I, I will go from there. I, I might get on the Titans at that point. We'll see. Um, I could entertain over if they are at full strength on offense as well. But for now, it's a pass. What I'm going to do is carefully sneak up on him and jam my thumb in its butthole. Cranky! Oh, this snake is really pissed! I'm going to jam my thumb in its butthole now! Oh, yeah, that pissed it off, all right. Does he always do this? Yeah. I'm gonna go jam my thumb in something's butt old Up next, we have the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings laying seven and a half. And you're over-under at 49 and a half. Um, I really like the Vikings to win the game. Seven and a half is too many points. Uh, I am going to tease them. There are a few teaser options that I like this week, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to do all of them. So I'm going to do a Vikings and Ravens six-point teaser, a Vikings and Cowboys six-point teaser, and a Vikings and Patriots six-point teaser. A um, couple things to note. Make sure you're getting the Patriots at minus eight and a half. Uh, I know I've seen some nine and a halves. If it's nine and a half, don't do it. Eight and a half, we want it. Um, the other thing is if, you're, if, if, if possible, place your teasers on DraftKings uh, DraftKings has given you a minus 120 payout. FanDuel has given you a minus 134. Um, obviously, if you have an account with somebody else that's doing even better than a minus 120, go with that. Um, but with the stuff that I use, the minus 120 is the best that I'm getting. Yeah, Boof, I'm, I'm down. We're talking – so we have a we have a triple lock on Thursday, and now we have a triple teaser lock Well, with the Vikings here. Oh, you got that right. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. I th- I definitely think the Vikings take care of business against the fighting Dan Campbells. So um, I am 100% on board with all three of those. Let's triple teaser lock it and get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Whew. What a week. All right. Moving on, we have the Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers somehow laying one and a half and the over-under at 39 and a half. Well, the Steelers are favored, so we all know what that means. Bet on the other team. Uh, so let's start it with that. And you also you have a horrible 
uh, offense in the Steelers and an injured offense in the Broncos. So 39 and a half, it's a low total. I still like it. I, I, I'd be surprised this game hits 30, honestly. And um, also, we're going to go back to the well again with the uh, Steelers' first quarter. Uh, both teams to score? No. And you're going to be like, but wait a minute. The Steelers scored a touchdown last week. Yes, they did. But that's one of the beautiful things about way that, the way that bet is. Even though the Steelers scored a touchdown on their opening drive for the first time in literally a year, and they scored points, offensive points, in the first quarter for the first time in 11 games, we still won the bet because it's both teams to score and the Packers did not. So we got a little bit of a – that's a little bit of an extra built-in insurance there because the Steelers still have a good defense. What's the payout on that, Nate? Like minus 180 or something? Um, It it varies, honestly, from week to week. Uh, last week it was a little higher just because I think you're getting a little bit of a tax because the Steelers' offense is so bad. Um, so I believe last week, yeah, we were maybe minus 80 my, – my, I'm sorry, my, minus 180, minus 190 maybe. So it's something that – you know, it's you're, you're definitely laying some juice. So it's something that if you really like it, you know, you can pair it with like the Vikings money line, you know, if, if you like the bet and get it closer down to like even money. So, I mean, that's the way you could definitely play it. And it's probably going to be around minus 200 this week. I'll be surprised if it's not, because again, you know, Broncos have a lot of injuries on offense, Teddy Bridgewater's unsure uh, with his concussion, all that. So, uh, but still, still a bet that I really like. And it's largely based on the Steelers. But like I said, I mean, they still have a good defense. And we actually got the kind of the backdoor victory by, you know, the, um, the defense doing their job against the Packers in the first quarter last week. All right. A couple things. You want a pizza box? This one. I got the Steelers winning it. You want a pizza box? This oh, one? Yeah, all day. All day. All right. So, all right. I'm on. I'm on for that pizza box in the game. Uh, I am going to look to bet the under. I do want to wait and make sure that uh, Teddy Bridgewater is out. But. I mean, even though I, I still might get on board with that by the end of the week because they're still out, uh, KJ Handler and uh, Jerry Judy. So I, I do think the Steelers' defense will be able to hold them in check pretty good uh, the same way that Baltimore did. I mean, the Steelers' offense is terrible, so I'm really not concerned about our team scoring a whole lot here. Yeah, let's lock it in. Let's lock it in now. Screw it. Oh, yeah. Let's lock in the under and get that money. Oh, yeah. Uh, just to – Go ahead and tack on to all your points you made there. The both teams to score no is minus two fifteen. Uh, and if you fancy yourself uh, on the Steelers side, like Booth is saying, if you think they're going to win this game and you do love the under, the money line in under for the Steelers to win in under forty eight and a half points that Fanduel parlay under the parlay section is a plus one thirty. So that's a good look if you do like the Steelers to win this game, and we still love the under. You get a lot. What more about uh, what about Denver should be even higher than right? What about Denver money line and under? Would you say forty six? Uh, it would be under forty eight and a half. Oh, uh, not much. It's only plus one forty. So it's plus one thirty for the Steelers to win, plus one forty for the Broncos to win, and for the game to be under forty eight and a half. Either way, either side of the coin you like, those are fair bets for for a parlay for some extra juice. Yeah, and if you really you really fancy this a close game in any way and you like the Broncos with the points, you know, your parlay number five has the Broncos at plus three and a half. So you get through that field goal plus three and a half and under the 48 and a half. And that's a plus 100. So, I mean, there are a lot of sides in those parlays on Fandle this week that I think you could really take a look at. Well, the reason why I ask about the, uh, the payout tone is because I mean, you could play both sides of the money line 
and I, I feel pretty freaking confident about the under 48. And that's almost like free money. You just play both sides of it, and that's pretty much free money with a positive payout. That's very true. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is the situation. You love the under. I might need to take a loan out and uh, get crazy on this. <laughs> I love you love the out. under, then yeah, play play your plus payout. Uh, play your plus payout. You're not going to hate the money you get either way. All right. Well, a lot of fun we had there. So let's go ahead and move on. Up next, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Packers laying three, and you're over under at 50. Jair Alexander got injured last week in the Steelers game. He's their top cover guy. Um, good chance that T. Higgins comes back for this game. So the Bengals uh, have a, a good chance of being full strength at wide receiver. Um, no Joe Mixon, so that's a bit of a negative here. But Bengals at home getting three points. Uh, that's the way I would go. Frankly, you know, Green Bay's three and one, but I think they're getting a lot of love from the San Francisco win. And San Francisco is one and three. I mean, how good are they? Besides that, Green Bay struggled a little bit against uh, the Lions. And you beat a Steelers team that is completely inept on offense. And you lost to a Saints team that has proven to be not that good. So I'm not completely sold on the Packers yet. I like the Bengals at home getting a field goal here. I 100% agree. And I I think the Bengals are definitely going to score points. One of their weakness on offense uh, with all that skill is that even though they have been performing better, is the offensive line. And the Packers aren't going to be able to take advantage of that with their injuries on the D-line, specifically rushing the passer. And now you just lost your number one corner and the rest of your secondary is kind of suspect. So uh, I expect uh, Jamar Chase to have a, a big day. And uh, honestly, that, that Bengals passing game to have a really nice day. So I definitely expect points. And the Packers, I mean, the Packers are going to – the Packers are the Packers. They're going to they're gonna score – Bengals defense is improved, but I definitely don't see him, you know, shutting down that Aaron Rodgers attack. So I agree. Uh, taking the points of the Bengals, um, that that's definitely I like that, and I like even more over fifty and a half because I do believe there's going to be a lot of points scored here, Boof. So what do we think? Are we thinking double lock here? We just we just want to lock. The, we just want to lock the over. Uh, I'm not with double lock, and I know I know there was a fifty out there somewhere. So I'm I'm going to take the over fifty uh, if you shop around. All right, yeah, let's do it. I will. I was. I think yeah. that was a fox bet fifty, if I recall correctly. I, I initially was gonna was just a hard lean to the Bengals, but you know what? I I talked myself into it. Let's double lock it. Plus three over fifty. Let's go get that money. Ah, uh, yeah, get that money. Well, back to the fancy FanDuel parlay section for this game. Uh, if we do love the Bengals at plus three and we do love the over at 50, I think you'll love the Bengals plus three and a half and over 41 and a half points for a plus 115. Ah, Tony, you're just on fire today, man. I like it. I'm just trying to extend the love for this week and bring it on back. I'm like I'm like really looking forward to uh, parlays for the people here because there, there is some juicy stuff. <laughs> oh, we got another retirement parlay this, this week, like, baby. This is like retire two people. Oh yeah, yeah, lots to go on. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the final one o'clock game, which is the New England Patriots at the Houston Texans. Patriots laying eight and a half, and you're over under at thirty nine and a half. Although I do believe that the Patriots will win this game uh, by nine or more points. I think the safest way to play it, as Boof has already mentioned, is just put the Patriots in a teaser, get them down to minus two and a half, 
really needing a field goal to cover that. I like that as well. And to echo a segment we've been talking about this week um, several times now, you can get New England to win and under 47 and a half in the FanDuel parlay section or minus 160. So um, obviously laying some juice if you're betting it separately, but uh, I believe that's something that will go very nicely in a parlay. Uh, sadly, the eight and a half is on FanDuel, so you got to lay a little extra juice on these teasers. Uh, but I am doing a teaser out with uh, the Patriots, as Nate said, and I'm going to do it with all of the options that I listed in the Viking stuff. So it's going to be a Patriots-Vikings teaser, which we already said, uh, then also a Patriots and Cowboys teaser, and a Patriots and Ravens teaser. So you'll be getting New England down to minus two and a half, and the other guys down to minus one and one and a half. And uh, I'm locking all three of those, by the way. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that button. Beautiful. All right, well, let's move on into the late afternoon games and start things off with the Chicago Bears at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders laying five and a half, and you're over-under at 45. Uh, I'm very tempted to take the Raiders at minus five and a half, but I, I at least need to know what's going on with the Bears quarterback situation. And even so, it's probably, it's probably still just too many points for me, so I am going to pass. Yeah, I agree. I think the Raiders are the right side uh, as far as, you know, points go. But it's just, I don't know, man. It's, the Raiders go a little banged up. Uh, you're on a short week. A uh, little bit of a little bit of a trap line to me. So uh, I'll just take the Raiders to win in some parlays and call it a day. All right, moving on. We have the Cleveland Browns at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers laying one and a half. And you're over under at 46 and a half. This could be. This is a. This is a big game in the AFC this week. It has playoff ramifications as far as um, seeding, first round buys, stuff like that. These are two of the best teams in the AFC. But I just the Chargers get the edge here for me. Um, I I like what they're doing offensively, defensively, and they they have a huge edge at quarterback. I, I think Herbert is really. Uh, coming into his own and just continuing to develop. And I think this is a limit for this guy. And we're only laying a point and a half with a team that I I just view as, as the better team, as good as the Browns are. So right now, I, I think that I – no, I think – I feel very confident saying laying one and a half of the Chargers is the way to go. You know what, Nate, to me, you hit it on the head right there and you hit it on the head – uh, on Sunday while we were watching the games together when you turned to me and you just said uh, while talking about the WFT and Atlanta game, you know, after it was all said and done, you just turned to me and asked, I mean, who did we think was the better team? And it was uh, WFT. And, you know, they got the win. It was a little crazy, but they got the win. And I feel the same way about this one. I think Cleveland's good. I think the Chargers are better. You already know how I felt two weeks ago whenever I told you that they're coming for the Chiefs and they're coming for the AFC crown and, of course, the Super Bowl crown if all, if uh, things go their way. Uh, it's only minus one and a half. I'm in on the Chargers. And I am also in on under 46 and a half points in the game. Uh, both teams are good on defense. And the Chargers were able to hold the Chiefs in check a little bit. I definitely think we can handle the Browns. Browns are coming off of a 14-7 game. I don't think Baker Mayfield is playing outstanding football right now. And you know Cleveland's going to try and slow it down a little bit in the running game, so he might get a little bit of a, a pace boost. And I think we can go under 46.5, no problem as well. 
Well, if you love the Chargers to win at minus one and a half, and you love under 46 and a half or whatever I said, you will love the parlay number five with the Los Angeles Chargers at plus half and under 57 and a half points, all for plus 120. You know what, Boof? Yeah, I definitely like both of those, but uh, we're going to exercise a little bit of caution. Definitely like the under 46 and a half, but uh, let's just lock... uh, Let's just lock Chargers minus one and a half and uh, count our units. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Get that money. All right. Well, then up next, we have the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys laying seven. And you're over under at 52 and a half. So we got the Cowboys laying seven, not seven and a half, which is surprising the way these hooks have been going uh, last week or two here. I I like it. The, the boys are continuing to be a better football team than originally expected to start of the year. I still think the Giants are scrubs. And, um, yeah, give me, give me the boys minus seven. I can't – nothing else – nothing much more to say. Um, I love Dallas. I am going to wait and see if we can get it under seven later in the week. Uh, in the meantime, if we've already shared some teasers with you. But uh, I will be doing the same thing, a Cowboys-Patriots teaser, Cowboys-Ravens teaser, and Cowboys-Vikings teaser, which I am down to lock all three of those. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Triple teaser! Get that money! Get that money! All right, so that leaves us with the final late afternoon game, which is the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals laying five and a half, and you're over-under at 50 and a half. Um, if this was under three, I'd probably go Arizona, but it's a little bit too high for me. Trey Lance is expected to make his first NFL start. Um, he definitely put up some sexy fantasy numbers at the very least in uh, his one half of play. Um, just his style, I think, is a big wild card, so I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Cardinals are definitely they're hot right now, man. Like Last year when Kyler Murray was healthy, the first half of the year, they were really good. This year, um, same thing. And he's taken a step forward, throwing from the pocket and using that mobility a little bit more intelligently. So I love the Cardinals to win. I agree. I, I would like this at a field go- at a at a field goal or less. So we're not going to lock it. But uh, cards money line will be in parlays. And another wild card as far as the props go. If Trey Lance's rushing yards are anywhere in the neighborhood of fifty yards, take the over. They're going to run a lot with him. I mean, he's. He's similar. I look at him as similar to Jalen Hurts in terms of you know how they're going to use him running the ball. So um, definitely keep an eye on that. All right, that takes us to Sunday night, which is one of those calendar games. We have the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying three, and you're over under at fifty six and a half. If there was ever a game that was made for a pizza box, it's the Chiefs versus Circle the Wagons. <laughs> And you know what? I'm circling the wagons, baby. Give me the bills. Plus three, Booth. What you think about that? That's what I was going to say. I, I bet you you see this one on the schedule here, and people are probably sitting around in anticipation of the Week 5 Get That Money podcast uh, review here. And uh, I'm on the Chiefs. I'm sorry, man. The Bills have lost to the Steelers, and then they whooped Washington, Houston, and Miami. Not exactly a murderer's row, which has everybody, you know, with all this confidence in the Bills. So I'm down with the Chiefs minus three. I know they're god-awful on defense. But uh, 
I don't know. I think they just put so much pressure on the opponent to make them feel like they need to score every time. And the Chiefs are going to find a way to cover this. So, yes, I am down to pizza box it. I got the Chiefs minus three. Whew, we're betraying our, our our first loves here. This is this is unbelievable. It's pizza. like it's like we're cheating on each other with each other's wives. Here, I, right? I, I, <laughs> I we're swinging this week. What can we say? But like, I don't know. I don't know if it's in a way or not. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you're going to a bar with Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> And and on that note, we're moving on, like Urban Meyer should. All right, so that takes us to the final game for the week, our Monday night showdown between the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens laying seven and the over-under at 46 and a half. Uh, I feel about this game kind of the same way I did about the Dallas and Giants game. I like the Ravens. Um, I am going to wait and see if I can't get a better number. In the meantime, I'll be doing three teasers with them, which we have already shared at this point. But uh, Ravens and Cowboys, Ravens and Patriots, Ravens and Vikings, all in a six-point teaser. 100% agree with all that. This is a beatdown. Lay the seven with the Ravens and feel good about it. Also, do your money line parlay and under 55 and a half for minus 160. So, again, a lot of juice. You're betting it separately, but love it in a parlay. I think the Ravens win in convincing fashion. And the Colts don't score anywhere near as much to threaten that over there. So um, that's uh, that's definitely another way I'm going to be playing it. But Ravens all day, no matter how you look at it. So let's lock in another triple teaser and get that money. Uh, yeah, get that money. Whew. All right, well, that's it for this week. My head's spinning from all this triple teasing. So, Boof, good luck recapping these logs. <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of stuff, but not as much as it seems like. It's just, you know, remember when you, you got a lot of stuff you like, you know, it's, it's a good uh, good opportunity to cash in on a big week. So we got Thursday with three of them, Rams minus two and a half, Rams and Seahawks under 54 and a half, and then the um, single game parlay of Rams plus half a point in under 62 and a half points. Uh, then we have... Uh, WFT and the Saints to go over 44. We have three six-point teasers with the Vikings and Ravens, Vikings and Cowboys, Vikings and Patriots. Then two more six-point teasers with the Ravens and Cowboys, Ravens and Patriots. And then one more six-point teaser with the Patriots and Cowboys. Uh, Then we have the Bengals plus three and the Bengals and Packers to go over 50. Uh, Chargers minus one and a half and the Steelers and Broncos to go under 39 and a half. And I really hope everybody's paying attention for the next segment because I think not only are we going to hit on the get out of jail free parlay, but uh, we might hit on some of the bigger tiers this week because I really feel good about uh, all this stuff this week. So, Nate, go right ahead. Parlays for the people, please. Oh, Parlays for the people has some doozies this week. We, uh, we're going to start off with another take a year off work parlay. This one's going to be 14 legs plus 100,325. And we're going to start with Carolina, Tennessee, Las Vegas Raiders, and Arizona Cardinals money lines. And then we're going to go to Vikings, minus six and a half. Bucks, minus six and a half in the first half. And uh, that's that's obviously so, uh, buying some points there. And next we're going to... Manipulate some over-unders here a little bit. We're going to go Broncos-Steelers under 44.5. Packers-Bengals over 43.5. Saints 
WFT over 37 and a half. And that's it for those ones. And then lastly, uh, you, it's one of the things we were liking in the podcast a lot today was the uh, combo parlays as far as the points in the, in the total or the money line in the total. So for that, we're going to go out New England to win and under 47 and a half. The Chargers plus a half under 57 and a half. The Rams plus a half under 62 and a half. Dallas to win and under 60 and a half. And Ravens to win and under 55 and a half. And that is, again, 14 legs plus 100,325. $300 bet. Win you over 100 Gs or just $10 will win you over 10 Gs. So we like that. And then we're going to manipulate a little bit here with that parlay because I have basically have three tiered versions of just that. So the next one, all you're doing, swipe the Vikings points in for their money line and the Bucks first half spread to their full game spread of minus six and a half, find a couple points. And that'll still keep you at 14 legs, but plus 52, 861. And then lastly, for that one in particular, we're going to swap in a couple more things. Swap in just the New England money line for their combo, the Dallas money line for their combo, and the Chargers-Browns under 55 and a half for their combo. Still 14 legs, plus 19,002. And that's so that's the big stuff. And then the smaller-ish stuff, we're going to go Bengals-Packers under 43 and a half. New Orleans WFT under 37 and a half. Broncos, Steelers under 46 and a half. And the Browns and Chargers under 55 and a half. Cards, Vikings, Pats, Dallas money line. Tampa Bay minus six and a half. And Rams combo to win and under 62 and a half. Baltimore to win under 55 and a half. 11 legs plus 57, 67. And then lastly, ladies and gentlemen, you're getting out of jail free. We have the Vikings, Pats, Cowboys, money lines, Bucks minus six and a half, under 46 and a half in the Steelers Broncos game, and Baltimore to win and under 55 and a half. That is six legs plus 623. And Booth talked me out of having the cards in there. So if you want to throw the cards in there as well, if you love them, you can add the cards and give you seven legs for plus 913. So get it out of jail free, six legs plus 623. Add the cards if you so desire, seven legs plus 913. What, what do you say we call that one a get out of jail cheap parlay? Sure. I like that. All right. Well, as always, Nate, thank you for sharing. Um, everybody make sure, as always, to follow us on social media at Big Booth Bets. Um, props will be going out this weekend. If, again, if there's any injury news, or line movement that we see as favorable. We will be tweeting those out for you guys. And most important, best of luck to everybody. And let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. As always, bye, Tom.